Paranormal Roundtable. I'm your host, Josh Turner, also known as Wolf. And you can call me Mr. Turner or Mr. Wolf. I'm kidding. I don't care. Call me whatever you want. Uh, I'm with my co-host. Mushu. Uh, the one and only. One of these days, I'll be able to actually say, introduce. what I don't care. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Anyways, Mushu is here. He's in the house. Yeah, yay. Yeah, everybody. As always. Okay. All right. So what we have tonight, we have a show, like always. This is Tuesday night. Everybody get excited. It's a Tuesday night podcast. And this is our uh, episode that we do. So it's something to do while you're waiting for Friday. And then Friday is something to do while you're waiting for Sunday. And then Sunday is something to do while you're waiting for Tuesday. You get where I'm going with this. So you, you got Paranormal Roundtable three, sometimes four nights a week now. Where everybody's clamoring for more content. So be sure and show up, like, and subscribe. Also, we have the Patreon. Do you want to explain the Patreon? Yep. It's uh, P- uh, Patreon dot com slash prt podcast and the we, the way we have it is we have a ten dollar a twenty dollar and a thirty dollar uh sign up uh program what it works how it works basically is that at the ten dollar uh you get a swag bag if you're signed up for ten dollars for three months at twenty dollars if you uh, you can skip all of that and you can just get a swag bag immediately and at thirty dollars at $30, you get a super swag bag. Uh, normally, you get a book, a hoodie, some really cool stuff. And in that super swag bag, you're going to get even more stuff, mm-hmm. which is, I think it's two books. Two uh, books, then, yeah. yeah. Definitely get a hoodie or a shirt and a cap. This, this, it's a really good deal. Mm-hmm. And we really, it's it's we want you to wear the merchandise. We want you to represent Paranormal Roundtable and show everybody you know your loyalty to the show or whatever. And uh, also, so you can be a member of our cult, because apparently now we're being accused of being a cult. Well, of Some people were happy. They were like, yay, we're a cult now. They were, <laughs> they were all like, what do we get for that? I was like, Kool-Aid, lots of Kool-Aid. Just kidding, folks. We're not a cult yet. We haven't gotten it approved yet. We're, we're still trying to work on that. But when we are, we'll have a $40 tier for the <laughs> cult members. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, for real, though, somebody said I was acting like a cult leader. I'm like, I don't. How do you do that? I don't know. I'm not Jim Jones over here. But uh, the bottom line is, that's what you can do to support the show. Thank you for everybody who supports the show and helps the show. We have a conference coming up. Go to Eventbrite under uh, Paranormal Roundtable Presents Second Annual Dogman Conference. Dogman Cryptid Conference. It's a long name. I'm trying to remember. (laughs) It's been a long night. And so what what I'm doing right now is I'm recording, and I'm with Rick Atrostain, who had just we just did the live stream together and we talked about all kinds of stuff from bible theology to angels and aliens demons dogman dogman bigfoot we went around the the whole world talking about and so rick is a very uh, astute and knowledgeable individual uh you're from virginia right rick right right and Rick I mean, is the, the astute thing. I don't know about the astute <laughs> thing. <laughs> I think you are. Rick is a friend of mine on Facebook, and I'll tell you how he did it. What he did was he sent me a friend request and said, hey, I'm Rick, and I, I like your show. Can we be friends? And that's how we became friends. So I would ask you to do that. If you want to be friends with me on Facebook, do what Rick did. Send me a friend request, and I'll say, hey, let's be friends. And then you, there, there you go. But if I don't know that you're a listener of the show and you're just some random person, I'm probably not going to uh, allow you to be on my social media. I'm also under Josh Turner 940 on Instagram, so follow me on Instagram, and uh, we can be friends on there too. But let me know what's going on, let, so I know that you're, you know, 
Josh Turner at PRTPodcast.com for my email. That's how you get a hold of me. And without further ado, let's get started. Well, hold on one second. I was just going to say. Without further ado, let's get started. <laughs> quick, Without quick, further ado. Quickly before to, uh, to help you guys because I care about yeah, you guys. I know Wolf doesn't, but if you can't find anything and you need to find something, just go into our YouTube descriptions and you can find everything that we said right there in our description on almost every video, pretty much every video. And that way... If you need to find us, you can find us there. Without further ado, what, what does that even mean? I don't even know. What, what is ado? Further ado? Is that French or something? Ado, I it? thought was like goodbye, right? Further ado. Right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm just, without further interruptions, whatever, let's, you know, or announcements, let's just do this. Let's rock this. So this this show, obviously, Rick, I, I wanted you to sit in because I, I, I value your opinion. And I admire you as a very intelligent individual, and I've had some really good conversations with you. Thank you. Not the least of which is the one we just had on the live stream, which went three <laughs> hours, and you were a wealth of knowledge. So I've been friends with Rick for uh, about four years. Him and his wife, Bobby, were on my show back in 2019. I think it was uh, back when Armando was my co-host. And uh, we thought very highly of you. And even more so now, we made really good, we became really good friends. You guys were at the conference last year. Hopefully you can make it this year or you, you will at least hopefully, right? I'll try to make it your right. You'll try. I hope so. And so anyways, if you want to meet Rick, you should be at the conference um, and go to the live stream. I don't know which number that is that we just did. Look it up, Tony. And uh, you can hear him talk about some, some stuff and then he'll be on the panel. Live stream what? 125. 125. So Fridays and Sundays are the live streams. Check them out. We have a guest every Friday. And then on Sunday, I fly solo. Um, well, I don't fly solo. I have Tony here, but I might as well be solo because, I mean, come on, it's Tony. Um, or Mushu or Noodles or whatever he's calling himself this week. It's King Udon this week, I guess. King Udon. Okay, whatever. That's Is that another, that's another type of noodle, right? Yeah, it's a thicker uh, one. We worked out yesterday, so... I'm feeling a little stronger today. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. It's getting deep. So anyway... We're going to get started here. What what this one, this story that I'm going to start with is a dog man story. And it was given to me not not too long ago. I only got this one about three, three or four weeks ago. Um, and I'm backed up like always, folks. But we're going to get them out. And this is an interesting one, Rick. And I wanted you to hear this one. Me and Anthony were talking about this one on the on the way uh, from from where we were at earlier. We had to pick up the pig because he got, he got neutered. Poor little guy. So he's going through some struggles of his own here. So you think your life is hard. My pig, you know, he just, he lives to just eat and be a little pig. And now he's been through trauma. And when we went to pick him up, he was back there squawking. What and I understand, he would had a different future lined up for him. He, he did. Oh. And actually we saved him from that future. Would have been, he was going to be <laughs> carnitas, you know, as they say in Spanish, like, like he was going to be, but uh, we saved him. And so he's a happy little guy, but we, we were dealing with all of that. And we, and, and we were heading back from the blockhouse veterinarian. And I've been driving down that way, you know, a few times recently. And my wife asked me, she's like, why are you going the long way? I said, because I need to look at this area. Well, I told Anthony the same thing. Anthony said that. He goes, why are we going the long way? I said, because there's, there's a reason why I'm driving through here, which if you go that way, it's, it is the long way to our house instead of taking the toll road. But this individual had, had messaged me and he did not know anything about any of this. He was told this by a friend of his who listens to my show, did not know what he had seen. This happened in 2020. Did, he's still a young guy right now. He goes to a uh, uh, university here in uh, Austin. Didn't know what he was looking at. 
and didn't know what it was and had never heard the term dog man. So his friend said, hey, there's a guy that's got a show. And so he actually uh, didn't send him to me. Unfortunately, his friend is stupid. And he sent him to another podcaster. But through listening to that guy, uh, it popped up, you know, in the in the algorithms or whatever. So luckily he found our show and he said, dude, I listened to a few episodes of yours and I was hooked. I like your show, I like the way you do things. And he's like, I see that you're into the dog man, whatever. And so we talked. What he saw, and this would ter- would be terrifying to me, um, he saw while he was walking on foot. Now, it's bad enough if you're driving in a car and you see one of these creatures on the side of the road. But imagine if you're walking and you're there's nothing really to stop this thing from doing whatever it's going to do to you. So what happened was if you go to where he was at and you go further down the road and take a right, I think it's a right, I'm not for sure, there's a subdivision over there is where his aunt lived. And he said his aunt had a, a house that she was renting over there. And he was broke, broke college kid. And his cousin's car was broke down in the shop. So his cousin's like, well, I, I don't, I can't, I have to wake my mom up to give you money for an Uber. He said, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Don't wake up, wake up my aunt. Just, you know, I can walk. It's a couple miles. He's like, dude, I run a couple miles a day anyway. You know, he's like, it's no big deal. So he decided to walk. This individual was walking down the, the road and he sees at first what he thought was uh, a dog like rolling around on the ground. And he was like, what in the heck is that? This thing stands up after it was moving around on the ground and he realizes that it, it didn't, it wasn't rolling around the ground. This quarry or whatever, it's a, it looks like a limestone quarry. Like I said, I don't know. That's what he described it as. This thing was coming up off of a, like a, a small cliff. Like there's a little short cliff, like steps. And he thought that it was a dog rolling around, but he was just looking at the head and the shoulders. When it got up to the top of this shelf and was on even footing with him, it noticed him. Now, he didn't say this thing was overly large. He said it was about six and a half to seven foot tall, which is big, but not. We've heard of Dogman reports way bigger than that. The interesting thing about this Dogman, though, or this werewolf, as he described it, is that it, he really believed that it was like a wolf walking on two legs, not a man-like wolf thing. And, I, and, and he was pretty adamant. He said, dude, it looked like a wolf. Like that had learned to walk on its hind legs. It walked hunched over. And he didn't know anything about the dog man. Had never heard of any of this stuff before until he his friend told him about it. And then he went down the rabbit hole with it. And I'll talk about his friend. His friend had an encounter too, but not, not over here. So he goes walking down the road. Now this is almost two o'clock in the morning. And he said it was a weeknight. It was a summer night, two summers ago. And he was by himself. So he calls his cousin and he says, hey, man, you're not going to believe this. I'm staring at what looks like a werewolf. And he told him, he said, dude, if something happens to me, he gave him the coordinates of where he was at, you know, and he goes, we'll call the police. And he goes, okay, well, call the police. Guess what? Nothing happened. Nobody showed up and said, hey, oh, well, let me protect you from the werewolf because he told them that what he was looking at and the woman's like, sir, have you been drinking? Are you whatever? That's the question. So he hung up. So that was it. He goes, dude, I'm on my own. I don't have a weapon. I don't have anything. I have my phone and some earbuds. He's walking along and this thing kind of disappears. 
goes off into the darkness and goes behind some some brush. And he's like, I don't know where this thing went. So I just kept walking. And he goes, at this point, I'm committed to going, you know, I'm already like halfway, whatever. And he's like, I have a choice. I can turn around and try to run back to my aunt's house, you know, or I can just keep trucking and hope that this thing leaves me alone. He goes, dude, I got up to a point where there's a really tall fence. And I know what he's talking about because I, j- I just drove by there earlier tonight. I looked at that area. It's an eight foot tall fence and it looks like a game fence, like where when people have like, you know, uh, exotic game or whatever, they close it off. They can, you know, so they, they can't jump, whatever. I don't know why the fence is that tall. I don't know why. But uh, for whatever reason, it's fenced off. Probably to keep trespassers out or something. Well, you know, it's not really because you can climb through it. Okay. Like, you know, it look and it looks kind of flimsy. It looks like it's kind of weak. Like you could easily get through it if you really tried. It doesn't seem like it's really doing much. And it, I, I don't think it's electrified. But he said that once he got to the fence, he thought, okay, this fence must go, you know, you know, off to the west and probably this thing is going to, it disappeared off into the brush. I'm done with it. Hopefully it's gone. Now, when I told him, look, I said, did, what did the upper body look like? He said, it was not manlike. It looked like it had, like, it's, like he said, like it was a wolf walking around more animal than man. Okay. At first. But then, and he thought it was like white or gray, but you got to remember that's limestone. So whatever it was, it's probably, it was probably covered in the limestone. And what, what I think anyway, he said, eventually it goes up right up to the fence and it comes up right where he's at. Uh, and it's about 10 feet ahead of him and he stops and he sees it. And at this point they're just staring at each other and he's like, I'm staring at this thing. He goes, I started talking to myself and I'm like, his name's Tim. He says, Tim, he goes, you're about to die. He goes, and then he, he goes, I tell myself, okay, don't talk like that. I'm not going to let this thing scare me. <clears throat> I'm just going to turn around slowly and walk away. And then he said that the thing moved really quick. And the next thing you know, he's turning, he's looking to the left. And this thing was like, he could see it moving through the brush. So he thought, okay, so I go across the road, across the street, and I'll just stay on that side and I'll keep walking. So it was stalking him pretty Basically, much. yeah. And then he, he said, dude, he goes, there's nothing I could do. He's like, nothing I could do because this thing is right across the street now and I'm on the other side. He's like, and there's no vehicles over there. I'll show you tomorrow, Rick, if you want. I'll take you over there where this happened. Um, this, this thing decided to, to turn back around, follow the fence line, and begin to just, just watch him and just look at him. And he said that it was looking at the fence up and down like it was waiting for an opportunity to try to get Jump over it. Yeah. So he decided that he wasn't going to look at it. He didn't want to give it any power. And of course, he started praying. And like you, he's actually Catholic. So he began to say the rosary. So he keeps walking. He looks over again. It's not there. Then he walks for several minutes and he's like, I don't see it. It's gone. And then I thought, am I losing my mind? He told me, he goes, and he did admit to me that he has at times imbibed and that he did at that time, back at that time in his life, he did smoke pot sometimes. And he said at that time he was broke, <laughs> didn't have any. He's like, I was sober. I hadn't smoked in days. He goes, I wasn't high. He's like, I wasn't even sleep deprived. Why was he walking? Just- uh, because he didn't have a vehicle. He didn't have a vehicle. He lived with his parents. He's, he was a young guy. He was, ni- I think, 19. And his uh, cousin- It wasn't his, far, right? Thought- his, 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 huh? No, you thought he said it wasn't far? It wasn't like- that far. It was a couple miles. Yeah. 
Yeah, two and a half, I think he said two and two and a half miles, something like that. And his cousin's vehicle was broke down and his aunt was asleep. So he was trying to be nice and not wake her up to try to get money for an Uber. What time of day or what time of night was it? It was two in the morning. Yeah. So he was walking and he said that it was like two something in the morning at that point. And he was walking and, or maybe he said it was almost two. But anyway, late at night, there was not a lot of traffic around and it was a weeknight in the summer. And he's walking down the road. He sees this thing and then it disappears. It goes back into the brush. And he's like, where did it go? And that is a terrifying thought because at least if you see it, you know where it's at. He's like, and then I hear and I see movement like the fence moving. And he goes, I can only assume that this is the creature trying to get over the fence. It wasn't like a privacy fence. It had, you know, you no. can see through it pretty much. No, I'll show you. you, you okay. You'll see what I'm talking about. I wish I could show you folks at home. So <clears throat> this individual it sees this creature and he sees the fence moving and sure enough when he gets you know another you know 20 feet he sees that this thing is on the sidewalk like it is like jumped over on his side of the fence yeah it's walking on on that side of the fence and he's like and it just kept walking parallel to him and at that point he started walking toward the opening there's like a building right there which i believe is part of the plant or whatever and he started walking up to that building because there's light and so he didn't know what to do. So he walks over to it and he stands there so he could be in the light, like where the the the, the lamp, there's like a, uh, what do you call it? A, uh, not a street light, a uh, security light. A security or light. Yeah. I forgot what, like how you'd say it. That's there by a trailer. Right. So he's just sitting, standing there in, in the light. And he said that this thing just stood there looking at him across the street. He got the distinct feeling that if he moved out of that light, that this thing would attack him. He said once it turned to the side, once it turned and faced him full on, he said then at that point he knew this thing was not a, a regular wolf just walking around on two legs. He said it looked like a wolf up to that point because it was kind of the way it moved. It was hunched over and it was by the trees and he goes, it was in the cedar trees and I could see it kind of looking a certain way. But once it got you know over the fence and it was staring at him from across the street, he said, dude, at that point, and he also feels like it communicated. Like it was it was basically like trying to tell it, I'm not going to hurt you. Just just come out of the light and, you know, it'll be okay. Basically telling him, come out of the light, it'll be okay. Was it, it was clear mind speak or is it just? Not clear, but he got, th that's that the, the mental the images and impression. No feelings. No, he didn't say feelings. He said it was like a mental impression, his exact words. Okay, and that it was going to, everything was going to be okay. That's my words, because that's not how he described it. But he said that, you know, it was telling him, just come out of the light. Just come on, man. You know, let's let's quit, you know, messing around here. And he thought, you know, and he goes, dude, you know what? It conjured up the images of Little Red Riding Hood. You know, he's like, dude, I thought <laughs> this thing's trying to talk me into just coming out of the light because it wants to kill me. But I, I try to be rational about it. And I asked him, I said, Tim, let me ask you a question. I was like, did you absolutely feel terror? Like you were in danger. Like you had said earlier, you told yourself you were going to die. He said, no, I quit thinking negative. He's like, and I felt emboldened. I was holding my, my rosary. I was like, always keep it on me. He's like, I know I don't always live correctly. I do bad things, whatever. He's a 21 now, 20 year old kid, whatever. And, not, and I'm not trying to call you a kid, Tim. You know what I mean? I mean, you're a young guy. But he's like, dude, I tr I try to do right, you know what I mean, and try to live my life as best I can. I care about people, my family, whatever. And he's like, and I just he goes, I just kneeled down and I just started praying, 
And he's like, I thought, you know, I'm going to pray and it's going to go away. And he really feels, I felt it in my heart like it was just going to go away. But he said, when I sat up, it was still there. And so he goes, man, I, I, he goes, I must have st- sat there, you know, in that light for about an hour. And he said that the crazy thing was that not one car drove by. And, and I, I know where he's at. It's not a real, it's, it's sort of a desolate area. And he said, dude, nothing. There was nothing. Nobody drove by or nothing. And he's like, dude, usually there's a car or two that'll go by at some point. You know, it's, it's even though it's a little bit desolate at certain times of the night and it's real busy through there during the day. But at night, you know, and, and I told him, he's asked me if I knew where it was. I said, yeah, I know where it's at. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's kind of a, an area where it's not real popular, not, not a bunch of traffic. There's no houses. Did this thing actually go down on all fours at one point or did it stay up on two legs? It stood up on two legs. Up to this point, it had not gone down on all fours that he saw. He thought it was a dog rolling around on the ground until he saw it come up over the ridge. You know, so then as he's walking, eventually he takes off, this thing takes off walking, going in the same direction he is. So he thought, okay, you know, I should probably just go back to my aunt's. So he started walking back toward his aunt's house and that's what he did. He just kept going in the opposite direction of this thing. He kept looking over his shoulder and was going back into that subdivision where his aunt lived. He hears something running behind him full tilt and he hears like breathing. Like to the point where it was like bouncing off the houses in the street. Like he goes, it was loud. He's like, and I turned around and I look and I see this shadow, which I can only assume he goes, is this thing. And it's running at me full speed. So I just, he goes, I'm a runner by, by nature. He goes, I'm slightly built guy. You know, I, so I took off running. He's like, and I ran as fast as I could. And he's like, and I get around the corner and I get back to, to my cousin's house. I start banging on the door. And his aunt, his aunt standing behind his cousin. So his aunt is is already awake now. He woke the aunt up anyway. And she's like, in, you know, there in her robe. And she's like, what are you doing? Like half asleep, you know, and all bleary eyed. He's like, I'm sorry. I, I, something chased me. And she's like, what? And she goes, why don't you just stay the night? He goes, well, I got to work in the morning. You know, I got to go to my job, you know, and he works at, he worked at a fast food place and, or whatever. And he said, dude, I just got this job. I've only been there for a week. I couldn't miss. He's like, she's like, well, let me get in the car and I'll give you a ride. So him, his two cousins, the, 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 the guy that he was hanging out with playing video games and his, his younger sister, his aunt, they pile in the car. They go driving down the road and they look to the left in one of the neighbor's yards and they see what they think was this thing ducked between two houses in front of one of the uh, the gates to the pri- one of the privacy fences. They see this thing crouch down and as they drove by, it crouched down and it got flat. And he was like, that, that looks like it right there. So he starts yelling and the aunt, she stops and sits on the brake and he starts screaming. He's like, don't sit in the road. Let's go. Like move. Don't, you know, why are you stopping? You know, she's, she's, she's not, you know, he's like, she wants to see this thing. He goes, dude, she's looking for a flashlight, trying to put it on this thing. He's like, trust me, this thing looks like a freaking werewolf. It's going to kill us. She's like, well, she's like, Tim, I have a hard time believing. And then his little cousin, before she even finished the sentence, his little cousin in the back seat with him, she's like, mom, it's moving towards us. It's moving towards us. And she's like, I don't see it. And so eventually his his cousin in the front seat just starts screaming and telling him his mom to go because they were all seeing it. She wasn't. 
So then she takes off and she's like, I don't know what you kids are seeing. I thought I saw a dog in there. And they were like, did you not see that thing start to stand up? And it was in the neighbor's yard. So then they take off. So a couple of days go by. His cousin had a habit of like leaving the garage door open at night and stuff because he would go in there and do all kinds of stuff. And then he watch TV with the garage door open and whatever, you know? So he hung out in there. He, like, like, yeah, kind of like your stepdad yeah. used to do. We'd always hang out in the garage and stuff, watch TV. So he's out there and and they're in the garage and he says, dude, you shouldn't leave your garage door open. Not not him. I'm, I should have clarified. It was a friend, a mutual friend that they went to school with. They all went to high school in the same area. And he says, you shouldn't leave your garage door open at night, man. There's been people like pets, stuff going missing, all kinds of weird stuff have been happening. And he goes, yeah, he goes, our cat disappeared a couple of days ago. They had a cat that had gone missing. And so he's like, yeah, you, should, you shouldn't leave your garage door open, man. And he had little weenie dogs. He's like, dude, the dog, you know, could be out there or whatever. He says, yeah, you're right. I saw something weird in my neighbor's yard the other day because my cousin came back frantic that he had been stalked by what he saw as a werewolf. And he goes, and, and his friends kind of laughed and goes, what? And he goes, yeah, for real. He goes, dude, but I'll be honest. He goes, I think I saw it too. And we were driving. It was in the neighbor's yard. And then he goes, his friend, Christian, this is his friend's name. His friend Christian was like, wait a minute. He goes, what did it look like? And he said, he described it to him. And he goes, dude, but you said it was gray, right? He goes, yeah, it looked gray. He goes, I saw something that looked very similar to that low crawling on the ground. He goes, around that same area. He's like, but it was black. So my thinking is, and, and just being logical, this what if that creature was only gray or white because it had rolled around in that limestone? I was just thinking. That. That's why. And he goes, dude, it was black. And he said, the thing I saw looked like it, it was it was up on all fours, but it flattened out and crawled on, on the ground like a man. And he goes, it ran out in front of my vehicle real fast. He goes, and I was with my girlfriend and she screamed and she's like, oh my gosh, what is that? What did I just see? You know, um, actually that's not, that's my word. She said something much worse. <laughs> she was like explicit cur cursing, whatever. She's like, holy, you know, whatever. What the heck did we just see? What in the F is that? You know, blah, 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 blah. So he, he goes, I had to get her under control. He's like, she flipped out, dude. And he, and she said, once it got across the road, it looked like it got up on on two legs and ran into the bush, you know, into the brush. You know, for somebody who doesn't know anything about the dogman phenomenon, he's got a lot of detail there. That's mm -hmm. well, that's, this this guy, this guy, you know, was kind of like he didn't see, like according to him, his friend, right. right? He didn't actually, or his cousin's friend, I should say. That guy told his cousin, who I spoke to. He didn't see it stand up on off like until the girlfriend did. Once it got across the road, he was like, you know, he he thought maybe it was just a dog that was crawling on his belly that looked like it may have been human like the way it moved. Now, I've actually seen dogs that kind of look like they're doing things like tricks or something, you know, like people teach them and they walk on their hind legs, you're going like, "Look at this. This is this is weird looking." They kind of hop yeah, it's yeah. not really natural. Yeah, it looks so unnatural, but it looks almost human-like. But he thought maybe, you know, he's trying to rationalize it in his brain. So he tells his friend, you think it's the same thing? Because they were thinking it was two different colored animals. He's like, probably not, because the one I saw was gray. But then I told him, I said, dude, your cousin, when it was coming up out of that, it was, at, it was near a limestone. So maybe it was rolling around in the limestone. So therefore, it would be looking white or gray, 
you know, instead of black, which is what this other kid saw. Well, maybe he comes from the line. Maybe that's where it stays. Maybe there's a cave down there. I yeah. don't know. Maybe I mean, that's, that's, that's how water. he even escapes in, in the first place. There's water. There is water? There is. I believe there's like a, a pool or something. I'm not super familiar, but I think there might either be a pool or like a creek around that area. I, th- I thought there was like a, a wa- water on one side or the other of that thing. I thought there was. There might be. Like in the quarry or whatever. I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure there is. I, you know, but I mean, like I said, I've driven by it several times. Get some, get Google Earth, see if you can get an aerial yeah. satellite photograph of the area. Mm-hmm. Um, see if there's, um, you know, if it's, if there's, if it's a subdivision, is there, is there a wooded area? Is there a lot of, um, yeah, there's a, where the fen- where that fence is, there's a wooded area right there. Yeah. And, and it's heavily wooded on that side. And then on the other side, it's a little more sparse, but then you come around this curve and then there's more woods. And then eventually you get into like two or three entrances to other subdivisions going all the way down to where there's like these tennis courts. Um, and then I think there's like the Cedar Park High Schools down the road or something. I'm trying to remember like exactly because I drove through there the last three or four times I've been through there. It's been night, you know, and I was with Nelly or Anthony or Tony and we've been through there and I've been like wanting to stop, but I don't, I don't, I, first of all, I don't want to go into private property because I don't want to, you know, I don't know what the repercussions, but then I also, I don't want to run into something either. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be like, and then drag them along and then something happens. But, um, that would I'll, make a good, good show, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, sorry, but, uh, you know, Josh isn't here tonight. Uh, he got eaten. <laughs> something ate him. Yeah, he's in the hospital. He's not conscious. The best right he now. hopes for is that it has indigestion. Welcome uh, to BRT you know, with, uh, half of Mushu and a quarter of Josh. <laughs> but, uh, well, you'd be a healthy choice. You don't eat nothing but noodles and, and whatever. And, you know, you know but, uh, I wonder what, you know, I'd, I'd look at the areas and get an aerial and all that and go through it. What's, what, what's attractive for this, these things for this particular area? I mean, that's the thing though. Who worry, you know, now here, here's an, and, and now that's the end of that whole saga. You know what I mean? There's, there's, there's really nothing else to tell on that one, but I'll, I'll give you, I'll tell you this. He said that he has a friend, not not his cousin. That this other guy, Christian, was his cousin's friend, and and Tim, the the guy that first gave me the story, he doesn't know that guy that well. It's not like his buddy. Okay, he was like a, a senior in high school, and he was like a sophomore. His cousin's a little older than him, so you don't know him that well. But he said one of the things that 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 happened that shortly after he told his friend, they all went to go eat at this place called Pluck. It's a local. Wing uh, bar. Wing, yeah. It's, and it's it's all over the place now. They're everywhere. It started here in Austin. So they were all hanging out at the local pluckers. And his friend, deci- or his cousin, decides to put him on the spot and say, hey, man, uh, my cousin saw a werewolf. And I think me and my family did too. But my mom refused to believe that that's what it was. So they're with these girls, right? So he kind of embarrasses them. And they kind of start laughing and giggling. And his other friend, he notices, just is just eating and looking straight down at his plate not saying anything. And he goes, and I, I kind of noticed it at first. He's like that he was acting weird. So then later on, he tells his friend, he's like, dude, are you okay? And he goes, yeah, I just, he goes, I just don't like, you know, I don't like all that joking and laughing stuff. Everybody was making fun, you know, I thought it was wrong, you know? And he's like, oh, dude, it's hard to, you know, people, you know, it's how people are. He goes, I know what I saw. And his friend goes, well, I'm going to tell you something. I seen something like that too. His encounter happened in 2016. He said, dude, his friend was only about a year older than him. 
right? So it was a few years like before, you know, his encounter. So if you do the math from 2020, uh, 21, I believe, uh, his friend was only like, like 15, 14 or 15 when it happened. He was riding his bike and he was like a freshman in, in high school. Same area? Same, well, no, it's his would have been across 45. I don't know what school that is. It was over there by where Stefan lived. What is that school? It's over there by Gupta, Gupton, Gupton, whatever it's called. If you look it up on a map, it's in Cedar Park in that area. But he was riding his bike through there, and I forget, it's by the stadium. But anyway, he was riding his bike, and every time I go through there, I have a guy that works for us that, that lives in that area. Every time I go through that area, I always think Leander. of that. Huh? Leander? Is it the high school? Well, it's now, is, is it Leander High School? Leander is the closest. I thought it was Cedar Park, but anyway, it's the same area, but it's across the highway. It's like if you go down... From where these guys, where th this guy lives, you know, or where he his his, you, you would have to go down to fourteen thirty one. You would cross the highway of forty five and then go what south? Oh, I think you're talking about Vista Ridge. Is it? It's Vista Ridge. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's Vista Ridge. That's where his friend went to high school. Okay, so they apparently they went to middle school together or something, and then they they didn't went to different high schools. But him and his his family they went to the same church. And anyway, they were they were good friends or whatever. And so he's known this kid his whole life. And this, I don't know this guy. I didn't talk to this guy. I don't have his permission to say his name. But anyway, um, he talked to this kid and he said, Dude, t tell me what you saw. He said, well, one year he goes, I was, I was having to get up every morning to go early to band practice. He's like, so I'd ride my bike. And he said, dude, my mom was, was in a bad mood one day, you know, and she, we were arguing and whatever. And she, she usually gave him a ride. He's like, but that morning, it was like the beginning of the school year. She's like, you have to ride your bike, you know? So she got mad and whatever. They had a big argument. She's like, I'm not going to give you a ride anymore. You you ride your bike. Now, my mom's Mexican. <laughs> this kid is Mexican. Mexican mom, <laughs> it's going to be a little different. If you make her mad, they'll hold grudges. They'll hold grudges till the, the day they die. And she was like, not but the whole, you can ride your bike. You want to be such a smart mouth, you know everything, ride your bike. So he had to go to school every morning, and he said it wasn't that far, about a mile and a half. But he said he was riding his bike, and he said that this thing came running out in front of him on his bike, and it was chasing what looked like a, a, fo a fox, a little gray fox. Because the first thing he saw was a little fox, he thought, oh, cool. And he didn't even see this thing. He said it was so black and so big that he looked up. He thought it was like a cloud. And then he goes, oh, my gosh. This thing is a wolf. And he said at first it just kind of like looked in his direction, kept focusing on what it was doing. Then it stopped and thought, whoa, there's something else right here. Like immediately gave up on the fox, you know, and turned and looked at him and was like, oh, what are you? And he said that that thing at that point was on all fours. He's like, it stood up on its hind legs. This is like a 14-year-old kid on a bicycle going 14, going on 15, whatever. Now, this thing is right in front of him, and he goes, dude, it was huge. And it, the description, though, that he gave his friend was distinctly different. It wasn't a more wolf animal-like than human. He said this thing was more humanoid, and it had more of a human-level intelligence than the way his friend described what he saw. This was not the same thing. Not the same animal, anyway, or, or same man or creature, whatever, whatever it was. So it starts staring at him. This is the crazy part. He says, dude, he goes, I was just about to like literally poop and pee myself. 
And he's like, and I'm not, he, he told his friend, he goes, I'm not ashamed to admit I did begin to urinate on myself. He's like, and this is right before I was about to do the other thing. He says a car pulls up and honks and it's his neighbors. And these people, they're, they're, in, they're Indian people. And his friend is in the back and they have a minivan and they, they pull up and they're like, get in. And this thing took off into the brush. Are there not Indian so they there? saw it as well, right? They saw it as well. They're uh, Pakistani, not Indian. Um, but, you know, same people, but just different country, whatever. He gets in the van with them. He just drops his bike, leaves it on the, you know, curb, whatever. At this point, he doesn't even know how, but he had a bike helmet and he didn't even know where it was at. Because he got so, you know, he thinks he might have fallen and not even, you know, remembered it. So his dad was like, like, like breathing, like hyperventilating almost. He goes, what was that? What was that? And then his son was like, dad, you know, it was a jinn, you know, because they believe that that's what they are. And he goes, yeah, you're right. You're right. Let's pray. So they started praying and he goes, he runs the stop sign and another car comes and, and, you know, and like slams on the brakes. And he's like, I'm sorry. You know, he's all discombobulated. They get to the high school. He drops him off. He's freaked out. Doesn't know what to say. And then just says, okay, look, he's like, we're not going to talk about this. We're not, we, we can't, you know, don't talk about it. these things are evil. They're, they're, they're demons, whatever. Or, you know, in their case, they, they call them Jin, demons, whatever. So he goes home that day after school. He's completely just like, he's flustered, right? He talks to the teacher. One of the teachers says, he doesn't tell him what happened, but he says, I need to go home, counselor or whatever. His mom relents, comes up there and picks him up. He goes home. He says, dude, I'm not ashamed to admit I was crying. He told his friend, he goes, dude, it, it was traumatizing. He's like, you know, if my friend wouldn't have pulled up in, in, in their van, I don't know what would have happened. I probably would have been killed by this thing. He said it was smacking its mouth like it was making a smacking noise. Any mind speak? I didn't, he didn't say anything like that. Now, the guy I interviewed, I told him, I said, dude, did you ask this guy if he, you know, if he heard it speak or whatever? And he says, no, I didn't hear anything. There was nothing like that. You know, he didn't tell me that. He goes, I told him what happened to me. He said it was just real quick. Like it happened all so fast. And he doesn't know, like he ended up like falling or something and losing his bike helmet. Yeah, he left he his bike there. Like he was obviously frazzled. So he obviously couldn't, I doubt he could, even if it did try talking to him, I doubt he could really understand. Yeah, he wouldn't have known out. anything. And also yeah. his friend told me this. Now this is secondhand, you know. But his friend told me, he goes, what, what really got me, though, was when we were talking about it, he, he began to tear up while he was talking about it because it was a traumatic experience. And then he's like, he gets dropped off at school and not thinking, hey, take me back to my house because he has soiled himself. And now he's like, goes straight to the counselor's office and says, I got to go home. You know, and the teachers are, and everybody are like, what the heck? You know, what happened? His mom comes and gets him. And then he goes home and she stays home for the day. His dad comes home. His dad, though, was really what's really odd is what Tim told me was that his dad, this kid's dad, did not seem to be surprised. And he said his dad hunted all the time. And his dad told him that that his best friend claimed to have seen something like that near Liberty Hill. But that was back in the 80s. So Liberty Hill would be how far from Leander? Not like crazy, because uh, I played them 15 in football. miles, maybe? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so 15 miles 15, up 20 the miles, 15, yeah. 20 miles up the highway, you know, out there on the other side of Liberty Hill. His dad was hunting out there one time, bow hunting. His, da his dad's friend told him, hey, man, you know, 
because they they thought that they his dad thought he had seen a what he thought was a Sasquatch, and he told his friend about it. his friends like I thought I saw one one time, but it looked more like a werewolf. So you know, so his dad told, was not shocked. He goes, I had never heard his friend told him my my dad had never told me this, but years before, you know. He's like, my dad had an encounter with what he thought was a Sasquatch. In both instances, did they both have uh, the canine hawks for legs or feet? Yeah, de- definitely in Tim's case, and then his cousin, and then his friend Christian didn't really, couldn't really tell because it was crawling on the ground. And when it stood up, he didn't see. All he saw was like a shadow to his left and his girlfriend screaming in his ear. I'd be interested to know if uh, he had any missing time. Maybe you know, we I never can asked that. Just um, ask him if uh, there's some time there that um, he can't account for. Yeah, I thought about that with Tim's friend. Okay. Because he doesn't remember the bike helmet coming off. He he fell down. He did. You know, I mean, who wants to? He said had earbuds in. Were they interfered? In any that was that was the first guy. That it was, was Tim. Any, any yeah. electrical interference? Did he have a phone with him or anything? He had his phone. Okay. He called his cousin and was giving him a play-by-play, but his cousin was like, what do you want me to do? He doesn't have a vehicle, you know, and he finally, he woke up his mother because um, he called him. He did call him. I needed to tell you that. He called him on his way when he was running back. So the mom was already, uh, had been aw- awakened. And so when he got to the door, she was already there. And he, you know, he went through all that. And I said, all you had to do was just wake up your aunt. <laughs> you could have just woke up your aunt and you, you wouldn't you have been stalked by anyway. a werewolf. And, you know. These things are interesting. I mean, it's it's like it's it's like the uh, they they want to create a psychological effect, yeah, and a fear. lasting psychological effect. What do you think of that, Rick? Do you, you know, Tony, what do y'all think of fear? Yeah, um, it's I don't know. I can't say. I for feel sure, like if they do feed on emotion, I feel like fear is probably the easiest one for them to feed on. But I don't think it's necessarily like. Fear itself is like, and I think like they could feed on any of our emotions, but it's just like the one that they can give you the most of. Like you know, if they can inst- uh, instill a, a, a huge amount of fear, that's more they get to eat. They can't make you that. They can't grab the same if they make you that. They can't make you that happy and feed the same way. So that's why they use fear. What, what, what if do you they think need you to like like your blood to be full of adrenaline before they eat you? I don't know. Would that would that matter? I mean, I don't know. Well, does, I mean, with sheep's. I mean, that's what they always say, right? Is like you could taste it if the sheep you know, they're scared or they're different really? Type, there's nervous. A different type. Don't they say that? Fear varies. You know, it, it causes some type of uh, different types of fear causes different types of psychological reactions. Yeah. And it makes me wonder if they're, if it's, you know, trying to solicit some type of uh, certain type of psychological reaction. It's, 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 I, I can't, um, it's just odd. I mean. Does he still have nightmares about it or anything like that? Yeah, he, I did. I did. I told him about my encounter right. and I told him, which I've told a lot of people, like I've told you about my encounter. Um, the nightmares, they do happen. His friend, he said, had nightmares for a long time and it actually has been, had gone to therapy. Never talked to anybody at the school about it because he was embarrassed, but he did. Are the nightmares, the nightmares, are they all the same? Or are they different scenarios or? Don't we know. didn't get deep, that deep yeah. into it, man. You know, it was just like he didn't he didn't really seem like he wanted to talk about the nightmares. You know, and that's another problem too is like when this happens to you, 
it's a little different. Like, you know, people nowadays are, everybody's, you know, like today we pulled up next to a guy who had Sasquatch thing on his vehicle. Yeah, it was like a, like the whole vehicle was, I guess, called the Sasquatch. It's called the Sasquatch package. It was yeah. like a Jeep or something, right? Yeah. And I was like, and we started laughing and I, I said, dude, are you into Bigfoot? He goes, kind of. He goes, and I said, well, you got a Sasquatch triangle looking thing on your, he goes, oh, that's the package. It's like a little vehicle. emblem on the, the Yeah, the it's vehicle. called the Sasquatch. I don't know what vehicle that is. Somebody could tell me, but you know, it, it's more, it's more accepted now. Like we were at, uh, where were we? Uh, Panda Express. And the girl tells us, you know, I saw a Bigfoot, you know? And we're like, cause I gave her the card cause her friend was all in. He's like, cause he saw the paranormal roundtable shirt and he goes, what is that? And I, I gave him the card and he was an African-American uh, kid. And then the girl next to him was, uh, she looked like she was maybe Indian or something from India. Very nice kids, you know, and they were helpful, whatever. And uh, she's like, like she's like, oh, I want a card because I'd shown him. Like he goes, I'm gonna check you out. I'm gonna check you out. He goes, my aunt saw saw something one time, and then the girl in the, b- behind her turns around and goes, I saw a Bigfoot. And so it was real quick. It wasn't like a long encounter. She was me, and my dad. We were driving out by Lake Travis, and she's like, and we just see this big, giant, hairy thing come out onto the road and step back. She's like, and it was reddish brown, and you could see the belly. She's like, it looked ape-like, but it was, it looked human too. Right. She's like, I drove by it. I made eye contact with it. And I looked right at it. She said, it looked terrifying. She's like, I was scared to death. She's like, it looked like the hands were so big and it looked like it was clutching a rock. I said, it was probably about to throw it at you, but she, <laughs> you know, and so she drove, they drove right. And her dad was like, did you see that? And they were all freaked out and they got home. And then he's like, don't tell your little brother. He'll be scared. He's, you know, whatever. Um, but she told her mother, and so she sat there telling me this story, you know, and I'm, I was just sitting, I think Anthony was there, he had gone to the bathroom and he came back and we were talking about it. And so I, I just, you know, it was just weird. It happened real quick. You know, it was a brief encounter. And I told Anthony, I said, like, we can't go anywhere without somebody. I mean, you could go to the grocery store and just point at somebody and walk up to them at random and be like, have you had something? Oh yeah, I've had something happen. And we were talking about this earlier, me, Tony and Anthony on the way to the studio. And I was like, talking about some of these cases and I was like, why is it so common now? And I don't think it's just because of the internet and we have more access and all this other stuff. There's just a lot of it happening, a lot of it happening. And everybody, like the lady at the feed store, like, you know, she's telling me about this demon that was, she thinks was pretending to be a child. I mean, it was a creepy story. Black kid type situation. Well, she said uh, very quickly, I'll tell you the story because I'm going to get her to come on the show, but she, she was, she went to her freezer at her, at her grandma's house to get a popsicle. And she looks over and she sees this child. Yeah. Kind of like a black eyed kid in this weird, like period clothing, like 1800s looking clothing, but he looked demonic and he just, she jumped back and he disappeared. And right there on the ground she was like a, a burnt hole on the ground and it had burnt the trash. There was a bag of trash she was about to take out. And she was like, what the heck was that? And that happened in Liberty Hill. Hmm. And we were just talking about that. Now, when we got our dog Bean, we went down one of those county roads. The people that lived, they had a really neat house. Like you, you, they they had this bridge that they built over this creek that gets pretty high. Um, and so when we were talking to them about it, and they were really nice uh, Christian people, um, and they were talking about the this coffee shop that they ran out of the church. And we were talking, and and gave them told them about my show, and we started talking about paranormal stuff because you know my show, whatever. And I, I, cause I'd given him a car, a business card with my phone number on the back of it. Uh, and our dog is a, uh, Labrador, uh, what's it called? Uh, 
Uh, Golden Doodle. Golden Doodle. She looks like a little, when she was little, she looked like a little chicken drumstick, <laughs> a little fried <laughs> drumstick with legs. Now she's a big drumstick with legs, but she's goofy and she's so sweet. But anyway, right down the road from there, I told those people, I said, dude, I got a Bigfoot report right down the road from here when this guy was out there turkey hunting and this thing came up and literally took the turkeys right, just took them away from him. And then just roared at him, and the guy laid on the ground, like feeling like he was going to die because he felt like it damaged something in his body. And so he ended up going to the hospital and and like getting looked at because he had internal bleeding, and because he had blood come out of his mouth and he was sick and for like two or three days, and they were like, "What happened?" They thought that he had been like something had hit him in his chest, but there were no, it was no bruising on the outside. So that happened right you take there outside X-rays, of Liberty Hill. The X-rays or anything? Well, th- that guy that gave me that show, it was a se- it was a second hand from a, from a friend of mine who was a hunter and told me th- this guy. And so all I got was an email to read. I never got really anything beyond that. But just the fact that there was a report that somebody gave me right right there there again in that town, Liberty Hill. But this this whole corridor, I believe, going from Cedar Park. Down to Jonestown, well, down to Lago Vista, where I'm building my house, and then you go back up, kind of like triangle. You go up to Liberty Hill, and then back down to Austin. Um, the Austin Triangle. The Austin, yeah. You get a lot of reports, but I got a report out of South Austin, which this one was really weird. This happened four years ago. It was like back in 2019. Th- this guy was at a house party a few days before Halloween. And he said, dude, we were all like, we got together some people from work and everything. And it was right outside of Buda, which is in South Austin. And that's a long ways from these reports up here up north. And he said, dude, several people saw this. He goes, it wasn't just me. He goes, but we all work for the same company and nobody, you know, we go back to work, you know, nobody wants to admit what they saw. He goes, and I'm going like, am I the only person that's going to talk about this? And then he's like, everybody was just kind of like, yeah, but, you know, what are we going to say? You know, we saw a freaking werewolf in somebody's backyard <laughs> at dusk. It wasn't even dark yet. And they were having this this get together. And this guy, um, his name is Sean. I'm not going to give any more than that. But Sean said, he goes, dude, we were at a house party at a get together. And these people lived on the on the outskirts of, in between Buda and Kyle. And he goes, dude, I'll never forget. He goes, I was walking around the back to throw away some trash, you know, because they the, the guys had taken the trash to the backyard because it was full because they were, you know, having a party, whatever. And he goes, I go around the back to throw away my plate and a bottle. He goes, and I see movement in the corner of the yard. And I, I knew he had dogs, but this thing looked weird. And it was turned sideways and it was standing in front of the privacy fence. And he said it, he thought it was a dog on its hind legs, like look trying to look over the fence, mm-hmm. which in essence, it kind of looked, that's what it looked like. But then it turned and looked, he goes, it looked directly at me. And then it got down on all fours. And I, and I looked at it and I thought, that's got to be a guy in a costume. It's got to be. It's Halloween, right? He said just then his girlfriend at the time, she came walking up and she was like, what is that? And he's like, be quiet. There's something right there. And, the, and she looks and she's like, oh my gosh, what is that? Um, and she turned around and started to run. When that happened, it got its attention and it was like in the corner of the yard. And he's like, this thing began to like slowly walk toward me. The front where the legs should have been were arms. And like I said, this is daylight. This isn't a nighttime sighting where somebody's going like, oh, you know, I couldn't make out what it was because it was very clear. He goes... And if there's anybody in that house, they got to be looking out in the backyard and seeing this thing. 
right? And he's like, dude, now what's what's really weird about it was he said that the fence where it was dilapidated on one side, like with the neighbors, so one part like it was open, like but there were only a few planks, whatever. And there was some kind of dispute between his friend uh, and the neighbor, like who's supposed to fix it. So they were like arguing about it with the HOA, whatever. So he says, this thing may have come from the neighbor's yard. I don't know. He's like, but it, it, unless it was a guy in a costume in a very elaborate costume, he said, dude, he eventually started backing away. And he, when he got around the corner, he tells everybody, Hey, there's something in the backyard and everybody go check it out. So he's like two or three people. Well, he goes, what, what are they? Like, it's a werewolf. And then his friend's like, Oh, it's a guy in a costume, dude. Everybody's wearing a costume. Come on, dude. You're, you're getting, you're over exaggerating, whatever. And his girlfriend's already screaming and like, no, 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 I'm, I want to go home. Take me home. People were trying to console her and she's like, don't touch me and flipping out and whatever. So then he says, my girlfriend was, was hysterical. I go around the corner, which is essentially his boss. He says, you know, okay, show me where this is. They go to the backyard. His, his boss is, he looks, he looks, doesn't see it. Then the people that live there, the kid, one of their children, I say kid, he's about 14, but he comes out, he's screaming and yelling, saying that he just saw a werewolf in the backyard. There were two or three people inside that ran to the backyard and went to take pictures of it or try to like see what it was, whatever. And it was like already over the fence into the neighbor's yard. So then two or three people all rationalized to themselves inside. They were like, oh, it was just a big dog. It was a big dog. And he was like, I don't care what you people say. It wasn't a guy in a costume. It wasn't a big dog. Y'all are all trying to rationalize this. He's like, me and my girlfriend look stupid. Well, he goes to work. And one of his friends, who is also one of his supervisors, you know, one of the two supervisors he has, Comes up to him and says, look, dude, I'm not going to lie to you, dude. When we were leaving the party, that thing ran out in front of my, my mine and my wife's car and her best friend. He's like, it was a freaking werewolf. I saw it. And he goes, dude, well, can you stick up for me? You know? So his friend says, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, bring it up, you know, at break and I'll say something. So then he brings it up at break to the two or three people that were there that he knows that they saw it. And the one girl looks at the other two girls and she's like, well, I don't know, maybe it was a big dog. And the one girl was shaking her head. She wouldn't, she didn't say anything, but she was shaking her head no. And he said, usually she's a very outspoken person, you know, and she's, she's like, he's like, she's a very um, outspoken person who's very opinionated. And she didn't say anything. She just sat there shaking her head. And then he looks over at his friend for support to say, hey, but his friend doesn't say anything. So he backs out. Yeah. So then I said, what did you say to him? He goes, I went up to him. He said, my wife told me not to say anything because she doesn't want people to think she's crazy. So I said, this is the problem right there. You're at a party with a bunch of people, 30, 40 people, he said. Several people saw this. Everybody's rationalizing it and saying it's either a guy in a costume or it's a big dog. Right. That is the, the and, and so the, a lot of things, you know, see something that they didn't see. Yeah. And, and I, and I tell you right now, a lot of people, these things fly under the radar and the best thing that could have ever happened to the, to these demons or creatures or whatever you want to call them. I don't care what people call them. They can call them whatever they want <clears throat> is AI. Because now if somebody sends me a photo, which I get all the time, I have a whole treasure trove of them, if you want to call them that, but they're absolutely worthless because if I post one on the Facebook group, which we have, you know, 
the YouTube Facebook group, which by the way, if you go and leave a comment for this episode, you could be entered to win an autographed book. We do that every episode. So if, if I go as, as the admin of that group, almost 9,000 people, and I post, this is a picture of a dog man. Oh, that's bull crap. That's not real. You're fake. The whole thing's fake. Everything's fake. You're fake and I'm fake. You know. So no, nobody's going to believe that that is a werewolf or a dog man or a whatever. Well, you, you know, you probably have the best picture in the world. They probably still would. They're still going to say it's fake. I know. You, and now with AI, what do you do? You'll always have that stuff. I mean... So folks, that's all the time we have for tonight. I'll see you next week as we continue with more Dogman stories. Good night from Paranormal Roundtable.